5 to 6. Hebrew 11, 5 to 6 in King, New King James. Thank you. Say, by faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. I was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he what? He pleased God. Says six says, but without faith, without what? Faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So, you know, you, you see here, it says, Enoch what? Walked by faith and this pleased God. So if you want to please God, you do what? You walk by faith. So the, so the key here is for us to understand what it means to walk by faith and what it means to be in faith so that in the end, what? We're able to do what? Please God. So let's look at, you know, Pastor likes to put, I like to, she likes it and so it's good. I like to, uh, let's, let's see this Hebrew 11.1. One. Let's look at it in looking James and Amplified. Uh, so let's look at the left side, then we'll look at the right side. You, so you understand also Amplified, Amplified, Amplified. You see how the left side is just two sentences. Amplified has like four, five, four lines or five because he amplifies the word, you know. So let's look at it. It says, now, faith is now, now, not tomorrow, not future, not next year. Say now, faith is what? Is the substance of things hoped for. The Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You know, I'm telling you, when I first read this thing, you know, some years back, and even recently, it's, you understand, let's, let's go, let me go to Amplified. Let me don't go ahead of myself. He says, now faith is what? Amplified says, faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of things we hope for. Being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of the of their rea reality, faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. <laughs> it's amazing. So look, at, I want us to go with this, through this journey. It says, so we can say with a real fact that faith is a substance and is a title deed, and it's also what? A confirmation. Now, now let's let's dig deep a little bit. This is a substance. Well, good, good. What substances? Substance, please, Pastor. I just leave it right here because I'm going to refer back to it. So, a substance is what is defined in Google as a physical what material. A title deed was what you have a title deed of your house. You paid off your mortgage, so you give your title deed. You paid off your car, you give you a, a title. You have the title right here saying, this car belongs to me. So it's a physical material. So the Bible now says, 
Faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So when you think about it, it does not make sense because he says, faith is what a substance is, something that you're holding is tangible. So for, if we go to, if we go to, we're going to come back to this. Let's go to um, uh, Hebrew 11.3, Passion. It says, Passion says on the left side, it says, faith empowers us to see the universe was created and beautifully coordinated by the power of God's word, God's words. I'll read that again. Faith empowers us to see the universe was created and beautifully what coordinated by the power of God's words. He spoke and the invisible realm gave birth to all that is seen. This is what the first act of it. This is what is God that did what? He spoke the word and the word created something out of nothing. The earth was, the Bible says, the earth was without form and empty. But God what? Created something out of nothing by his words. So, so you can deduce here that when he says a substance, we don't have it yet. So we can't say we have it in our hand. So it's now you can deduce that the substance here that we're talking about is what? The Bible is talking about is the word of God. The word of God. You know, the Lord says I should bow this. And if you can, you can, you can. <laughs> it's amazing. The Lord says, you can tweet this. I said, I don't know whether people tweet, but. It says, in order to create in the physical realm, we need a spiritual substance, which is the word of God. So the word of God is the substance. When you have that word, is as, is, is as good as, you already have it in the physical. Because that word creates. So this tells us that the word of God alone has the power, has the efficacy, has the ability to change any situation, any circumstance. That's the faith that has what is the faith. Faith is a what? A substance. So you, so the key here is that, is that do you believe the spiritual substance? Do you believe the word? That's the key. The key is, do you actually believe the word? Because when you actually believe the word and you focus on the word, the word produces the physical manifestation. Let's look at the life of Abraham. The life of Abraham in Genesis 15, two to six. But Abraham replied, O sovereign Lord, what good are all your blessings when I don't have a son? Since you haven't given me no children, Eliezer of Damascus, his servant, he 
in my household will inherit all my wealth. You can, you have given me no descendants of my own. So one of my servants will be my heir. But the Lord said to him, no, your servant will not be your heir. For you will have a son of your own who will be your heir. And the Lord took Abraham outside and said to him, look at the sky, at the sky. Excuse me. and count the stars if you can. That's how many descendants you have. And Abraham believed the Lord. And the Lord counted him as what? As righteous because of his faith. Think about it this way. You, 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 the way I look at it is like you pray about something. You, you, know, you, you come to, you, you pray, you, you go on your knees and pray, and you receive a word, and you get excited. Hi, this is the word for me. You get excited. Right there, you're joyful. You've heard from God. You know, you, you're accepting of the word. The next day, your actions are what? Are something else. Is it that you, 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 it's like your, it's like what happens is like, you know, there's something about, about head knowledge and heart knowledge. Abraham believed God, what? Yes, yeah, well, wow. So these are my, the, the, oh, wow, this is great. Look at the stars. This is beautiful. Head knowledge. Then look at what Genesis 16 says, one to two. You see that is head knowledge. Look at six. The next, I'll call it the next day. You know, it's broken up in chapters. So, we, you know, it's just flowing. It's a flow. It's the next day. Now, Sarai, Abraham's wife, had not been able to bear children for him. But she had an Egyptian what? servant named Hagar. So, so Sarai said to Abraham, the Lord has prevented me from having children. So go and sleep with my servant. Perhaps I can have children through her. And Abraham, and Abraham, I, Abraham, I agree with Sarai's proposal. Abraham agreed with what? Sarai's proposal. Ah, wait, 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 wait. What happened here? I thought a day before he agreed. He believed God. He said, yes, <laughs> this is for me, glory. You know how we, sometimes, you know, we come to church and say, yeah, wow, wonderful, this is for me. But what happens? What, what happens the next day? Abraham, what, agreed with his wife. So it means that the, the belief, the way he, when he believed the word, the way he believed the word, the word that he believed it was just temporary. You know, this, this Mark 4 describes this, what happens to us. Mark 4, Mark 4, 14 to 19. Please, if I'm going too fast, please just let me know. I'm not trying to go too fast. Mark 4, 14 to 19. The farmer plants seed by taking God's word God's word to others. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message only for Satan, only to have Satan come at once and take it away. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message immediately, receive it with joy. Oh yes, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Receive it with joy. But since they have no deep roots, that's why I say it's head knowledge. 
head knowledge. Since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that they are fell among the thorns represents those who hear the God's word. But too quickly, the message is crowded by worries of life, the law of wealth, and the desires of other things. So no fruit is what produced. Praise the Lord. So, so, so it means to us, this Mark 4 is saying that, but when you go down, it says, the one, the one that holds on to the word produces what? 60 and 104. So it means that it tells us, it, 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 this is telling all of us, including me, that we need to be what? Careful with the word of God that has been given. We need to find a way to what? To keep it. We need to find a way to fix our eyes on it because the enemy wants us to remove our eyes from it. He wants us to remove our eyes. He wants to bring us to the physical. The word of God is spiritual. He wants to bring us to the physical. So what happens? He throws, I, 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 I tell my wife, I say sometimes he throws the kitchen sink at you. He throws everything, problems, physical. Physical, physical senses. He tries to make you think about it physically. Come on, this thing is hurting you. Come on, look away, look away. You know, that's what happened to Peter. Peter was walking in water because he, he got a word from the Lord. Say, come, come. And he was walking boldly on water. Boom, boom, boom. But what happened? The enemy wanted to steal the word from him. So what happened? The waves were coming. And he, he looked. He looked. And fear. He dropped the word. That's basically why he, he dropped the word. And the thing just... I went to, I went to the beach with uh, my, my friend and um, David. And I don't typically like going to the beach. I don't know. The, 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 the guy said, oh, come on, go ahead. I said, look, I'm just going to step uh, just right there, not by the water. Just, I'm just going to put my right there. And the guy was telling me he's a good swimmer, this and that. And he was saying that, look, you don't, you don't, you don't put, you don't turn your back on the, on the water, on, on the waves, because if you do, thing will carry you. He started telling me how this very, he said the guy is, is more better than him. And the waves carried him. And the waves took him. The point is, I'm just trying to illustrate how, yes, the, the waves, those waves are powerful. But the word of God is more powerful. But the devil wants you to look. He wants you to look. He wants you to, he wants you to fix your eyes on the natural. He wants you to fix your eyes on the problem. There's a problem at hand. Yes, it is real. But don't forget what he says. Faith is a substance. It's a substance. It's a substance. It's, you can feel it. The word of God is, you can feel the word of God. It's, it's right there. 
But what it is is that he wants to he wants you to fix your mind on the problem, the issues of life, the persecution. Are you kidding me? Don't you know the, your leg is still hurting? Don't you know that you you haven't been able to, you know, whatever you haven't been able to get a job? Your boss is still angry at you. Don't you know that you don't have favor with your boss? Don't you know the pain he's inflicting on you? He wants you to keep focusing on that what? On that physical thing. And his plan is to what? Make you sink. That's his plan. his plan. He, he wants you to sing. And he sank. And the reason why he sank was because he did not believe. He didn't believe. He took his eyes away. Jesus says, fixing your eyes on who? On Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. Who, after all the abuse, he still was fixing his eyes on what? On the promise or the word God said. Why? Because he knew that he wants to be this staying on this this edge wasn't the ultimate. He wanted to be at the right hand of the of the Father. We need to know that the devil wants us in his realm. He wants us to, to, to fix our eyes on what, it's, you know, people, you tell people, it's happening to me. What are you talking about believing the word? But the Bible says, when you believe the word, the word is as sure as it is done in the physical. It says, it's as sure as it is happening in the physical. It's a sure deal. It's a done deal. But what happens is because we have our senses, our five senses, the smell, eyes, we, the hair, we, we have our five senses. So the thing is, it's hurting me. Are you telling me the word of God would do? Yes, I'm telling you that. Let's go, let's go back, let's go, let's go. We see, we see, we're talking about Abraham. Let's go. Romans 4, 19 to 25, the message. Abraham didn't focus on his what? His own impotency and say it is what? Hopeless. <laughs> he said he did not do what? Focus on what? His own impotency or say it is hopeless. This hundred year old body who could not father a child. You see what Abraham is teaching us? And that's what I was telling us. I was telling us in in prayer meeting, you know, we always say Abraham's blessings are mine. Okay, his blessings are yours. Are you going to walk like what the way Abraham was? He did not focus on the impotency or see it hopeless. This hundred-year-old body could not father a child, nor did he survey Sarah's decades of infertility and give up. He did not tiptoe around God's promises. Promise asking cautiously skeptical questions. He plunged into the, the promise 
and came up strong, ready for God, saw that God will make good on what he had, had said. That, that's why it is said, Abraham was declared fit before God by trusting God to set him right. But it's not just Abraham, it's also us. The same thing gets said about us when we embrace and believe the one who brought Jesus to life, when the conditions were equally what? Hopeless. The sacrifice Jesus made, made us fit for God, set us right with God. It was equally hopeless with Jesus, but what? He did not focus on the physical. I'm, I'm, the key here is not to focus on the physical. You know, Abraham, he, 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 did, he did a lot of things, but he then understood the character of God. He then understood, he then understood that we need to walk by faith to obtain the promise of God. He understood by walking by he understood that walking by faith is accepting the word of God is true, and every other thing is a lie. Don't forget the devil that is telling you have pain. Yes, you have symptoms. Until, until, until you start to pronounce the word. Let me, let me don't go ahead of myself. Let me don't go ahead of myself, please. He says, he understood that he can't do the work. You know, before, head knowledge. The Lord told him, look at the stars, head knowledge. Now, Sarai says, okay, come and have, come and sleep with her guy. He said, yes. That's a good thing. Head knowledge. He thinks, oh, this is, I have to solve this thing for myself. Head knowledge. Heart knowledge is different from head knowledge. He understood he can't do the work, that the word of God had power to change that situation. Look at what happened to Abraham. Abraham did not focus on his physical, the physical realm. Oh, you're impotent. He didn't focus on that. He didn't focus on that. You're 100 years old. Okay, so? Your anatomy is, is too old for you to have a child, so? Oh, your wife has infertility, infertility problems, so? All these things are real. <laughs> they are real. But the man says, forget it. I'm not focusing on that. If I focus on that, it brings depression. If I focus on that, it brings fear. If I focus on that, it brings all kinds of things, negativity. But what do I focus on? I focus on the word because it's what? A substance. So it means that word, don't forget what you're going to tweet. I'm going to kill you. But that word, it says the spiritual, the spiritual substance produces what? The physical. That word produces, it changes. He understood he understood that that spiritual word will change what? The physical. Let, let's bring it home for a second. You know, you say, ah, but that's Bible. Okay, let's bring it home. <laughs> you might say it's Bible. I'm not saying you might, but I'm just saying, just in case you want to say it's Bible. Okay, it's Bible. But those people, you know, I hear people say, oh, those people were made up. I'm like, no, no, come on. Okay, let's bring it home now. We're in the season of COVID. COVID. You know, there's uh, COVID, there's, uh, there's COVID, and there's uh, now the de Delta virus. I'm not belittling it, though. I'm just saying that's the Delta virus. But we forget what Psalm 91, verse 10 says. Let's look at it. 
I'm 91 verse 10. New King James. He said, no evil shall befall you, nor any plague come near your dwelling. <laughs> he said, what? No evil. It means the devil, the, the, the COVID is evil. The COVID is from the devil. It's evil. He said, no evil shall what? Before you, no plague shall come near your dwelling. Your dwelling, wherever you dwell, it doesn't come near you. Do you know what that means? He said, no matter what other variances are coming into the world, you will not, you should not allow the devil to bring fear. You should not be looking at the physical. Oh, CNN can broadcast. Hey, oh, a hundred people, hundred thousand people have died. Oh, and you, as soon as you focus on that, and you're not focusing on what, no place shall come near my dwelling. What happens? You've allowed the new variants to come and come, come, come into you. No, no variants. Look. All we need to do, look, you need to understand who we are. That's why I was saying, I said, well, last Saturday, I said, you know, yesterday, I said, let us pray that God will, will, will reveal to us who we are. <laughs> because when we know who we are, we need to, we'll know how to operate. You, you should, we constantly focus in this COVID time. You don't focus on COVID and our COVID. And, no, you focus on the word. He said, no evil shall come near their dwelling. No plague. No, no, no evil shall fall before me. No plague shall come near my dwelling. You know, you know the Lord was reminding me when I was preparing this. He said, do you remember you had that cutting wood? He thought it was mask. Cutting wood. You got it from work. You were excited. Hey, I have a mask. Glory. And what, <laughs> I cut the wool on my face. It's when I when they said when I when the thing finished and I decided to go to Amazon and so they said triple layer. And I was waiting and I saw the cutting wool. I said, Jesus God, you will allow me to wear this thing. Of course, he says. And I said, ah, God, is you that have been protecting me? Say before God. I'm telling you, this how God say before God is me. So, you need to know, you need to know that what you have a protection. God is your protector. His protection is his word. Is his word. He says, this word, it will not fail. Let's go to Job 1, 10. Job 1, 10. Please, what would be? Job 1, 10. He says, no living. He says, you you have always put a wall of protection around him, his home and his property. You have made him prosper in everything he does. Look how rich he is. This is the devil telling God. You put a hedge of protection around him now. That's why he's prospering, he's doing this, you can't touch him. Can you imagine this Job? <laughs> this is Job. Job that is, he's, he, he, has a, he has an inferior covenant with God. Inferior. But we, can you imagine we that are children of God? Come on, let's look at it in, in, in John 14, 20. We need to have an understanding. That's why I said, pray, pray, pray that you, you know, as we teach this, this, this aspect of faith, that we open our eyes. Look at John, John, uh, John 14, 20. 
when I, when I was raised to life, we say, when I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my father. Listen, I'm in my father and you are in me and I am in you. <laughs> Let me read that again. So if we missed it. He says, when I, so you don't, I don't want you to get so, you know, don't, don't, you get excited very quickly, very soon. He says, when I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in what? Jesus says, I, Jesus said, I am in my father. You are in me. And I am in you. You know, the Lord described this thing perfectly for me. He says, remember, you know, I know Macy's don't sell it anymore, but, uh, you know, suitcase. You know, they have this three in one suitcase. You have the small one. No, you have the big one. Then you have the middle one and you have the small one. The big suitcase is God. Hallelujah. Glory. The medium suitcase is Jesus. Hallelujah. And the small one is, the small suitcase is you. So before they can touch you, hallelujah, glory, before anything can touch you, they have to go through God the Father. They have to go through Jesus before he can come to you. Think about it now. Before you unzip, when you zip, you zip the big one. You catch the middle one. You have to zip the middle one before you come to me. You have a, it's like you have, you have the surrounding. COVID needs to go through God the Father, goes, needs to go through the God the Son before it even gets to you. So you have a different layer of protection. You have ultimately the word. I'm just telling you, you need to understand who you are. You know, you get a bad report from the doctors. And you know sickness is from the devil. You don't, you, please don't Google it. You know, I used to do those things. Hey, the worst things ever. Worst. Don't Google it to understand the meaning. Oh, let me Google it and see what is going on. Oh, wow. What are the symptoms? It'll tell you the symptoms. This, this, this. It's just like how you listen to commercials on, on, on TV. If you take this medicine, it could cause death. It could cause paralysis. I see, oh, really? <laughs> Why, why am I taking the medicine? If it could cause death, I'm trying to be alive. I'm taking the medicine; it's going to cause death. The same thing. You Google the the symptoms. You say it could be this, it could be that. Do you know what is causing? What you going? What's going to happen to you? You you yourself will be so frightened. What is going on? So you get a bad report from the the doctor. The doctor says you have you you know you have this. You, he feels. You have this thing or whatever he feels. It's not certain. Even if he's certain, sir. Don't forget what the Bible says. Instead of sitting there and saying, oh, but why me? I, I, I give, I, I come to church. No. Don't try to sell. Also, we tend to want to self-medicate. I'm telling you what I, I do, I used to do. We tend to want to self-medicate. But we've learned from 
Abraham. We don't try to solve the problem in the physical. We don't solve physical things by physical things. We don't fix our eyes on the world, on the physical, on the physical. Because when you start fixing your eyes on this, on this problem, you know the problem starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. But the only way you can nip this thing in the bud is what? By taking the word of God. Like I said, it's the word of God that does what? That changes the spiritual substance, changes the physical. Let's look at Matthew, Matthew 8, 17. Matthew 8, 17. This is something I, I pray that you know, you, you just keep listening to it. Because, you know, that's what they say. Faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing the word of God. When we post it, by the grace of God, I post it today. You keep listening to it. Keep listening to it. Because you want it to have deep roots. Uh, Matthew 8, 17. It says, this fulfilled the word of the Lord through the prophet Isaiah, who said, he took our sicknesses and removed our diseases. He took it. He took it. You know, the Lord says, I should, I should say this, so we have a better understanding. He took it. Took. But before I go there, let's, let, me, let, me go, let, me, let me talk about what the Lord was saying. He says, hope and faith are not the same. Hope is future. Faith is now. We can't hope to be healed. It's like you're, I'm hoping to be healed. That's future. When is, when is, when is it? Every time you talk to them, I'm hoping to be healed. That's, you're, you're talking about your hope is tomorrow. Tomorrow. And that tomorrow never comes. Because it's always tomorrow. I'm hoping to be healed tomorrow. Faith is not, now I receive my healing. We can't hope to be healed. Is we believe that we're healed. When we receive a bad report, we take the scripture and put it in view. We must believe that it has power to change me now. Look at what Matthew 8, 17 says. He took, took, took past tense. It took our, so it means Jesus took it on the cross. So it means it's a done deal. Healing is a done deal. But the key here is what? We must agree with what? The word. We must agree. And the way we agree with the word is the way we agree. How we agree with the word? How is our action? <laughs> if we say we agree with the word, we should agree with the word by our action. Look at James 22. I'm sorry, James 2, 14 to 22. James 2. James 2, 14 to 22. He said, what does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith 
but does not have works can faith save him if a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food and one of you says to them depart in peace be warmed and be filled but does not give them the things which are needed for the body what does it profit thus also as faith by itself if it does not have works is dead but someone will say you have faith but i have works show me your faith without works and i'll show you my faith by works you believe that there is one god you do well even the demons believe and tremble but you want to, to but do you want to know oh foolish man that faith without works is dead now he gives you an example. He says, was not Abraham, our father, justified by works when he offered, what? Offered Isaac, his son, on the altar. Do you see that faith was working together with works? And by works, faith was made, what? Perfect. Let me explain this thing to, to us. Let me explain this. You see, God gave Abraham the word. And Abraham what? Acted on it. Abraham what? Acted on it. How did he act on it? God told him, go and sacrifice what? Isaac. Look, he could have said this. He could have sat down. Look, let, let, let's, let's be frank. Let, let's, let's call it the way it is. He could have sat down and said, God, isn't it the same Isaac that you, you gave me when I was 100 years old? What would I tell my wife? How will my wife uh, react to this? Oh, I don't know. This thing doesn't make any sense, Lord. Are you sure, Lord? Can you reconsider? You know, that's what happens to us. We, we, we tend to want to... I, 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 told, I told them uh, uh, yesterday when we, were doing, when we had prayer meeting, I said, you know, I, I didn't, we, didn't pay, we, didn't pay, we didn't give our... I said, sorry, Lord. We didn't give our tithe for, for almost a, a month, one time. And I, I was going back to the Lord. I was, I was, de I was debating with the Lord. I said, you know, Lord, you know, why can't we, maybe not this month, we we'll start afresh next month, afresh. You know, why can't I just start afresh? Because when we start afresh, I, I know now that I, but let's start afresh. I said, you know what? Maybe I should go and ask my wife because I, I, I know if I, if I can convince my wife. You, you see how we, how we think. If I can convince my wife, my wife will see reason. We see reason to it. And if I can tell her in a very good way, she, she can see reason and I, I, I won't have to. I won't have to give my time. I won't have to give her my time. <laughs> I went to my wife and my wife says, I may go and give the, the, the method. I said, why? And then I came back to myself. I said, but why did I even grab me that woman anyway? Hey, she just spoiled my. Then I went to God. I said, God, okay, forgive me. I will just give it. I will just what? Faith without works is dead. That's the watch we're talking about. God says, go do something. <laughs> go do it. You say, yes, sir. It's, it's funny that we say this to God. We, we, we do this to God. If your boss tells you to go and do something, your boss tells you. I told somebody, I said, you know, we, we always. Uh, we always, in Nigeria, as we say, we always form 
when it comes to God. But when it comes to your boss, your boss says, go and wash your car. You know, or your boss says, you know, go and do this. You say, yes, sir. Because you know he's paying your bills. He's giving you money. He's paying your salary. So if you don't do it, 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 it becomes a problem. So what happens? He wants your salary to be coming. So you say, yes, sir. But God, that created all things, the earth is the Lord, tells you, tells you to do what? To obey his word. Do what his word says. You start to debate. <laughs> I don't know about this, God. You know, Daddy Freeze says something. I, I don't know. Let's go, go. Let's go back to what I was saying. The Lord said I should go back. So let's go back. So Abraham did not do what? He did not, he did not, he did not do what? He don't question God. Say, oh, Isaac. He went and says, good. He said, I should go sacrifice Isaac. I'm going to go do it right away. Even Isaac says, so, daddy, where's the, where's the, the lamb? He said, God will provide up there. <laughs> he said, let's go. I bet you he went and told his wife. Some people always speculate that, oh, he didn't tell, he didn't tell his wife if he told his wife would have wife for her. His wife, they already seen the power of God. He says he knew that God, if, if, he, if he did it, God will raise Isaac from the dead. He already knew the character of God. So he didn't have to question anything. He knew the character of God. He knew it. Are you acting on the word of God regarding healing? Are you looking at the physical or using your head knowledge or believing, or I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, but our actions do not depict that we believe? You know, let me, let me say this. I can say this. It says, as some of us are aware, Nigeria's health care system is not as great. You might go there, say you have headache, they'll say you have something else. But I've heard Christians say that they constantly stand on the word of God for divine healing. Why? Because they know that if they go to hospital, they might misdiagnose something and that, that, that will be it for them. So what do they do? They know. They, they, the Lord is saying is, is when you're in, in a pinch, you know that the only way is the word. The only way is the word. That's the only way. Before COVID, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you my own life, then I'll close. Before COVID, I had a, had a health care. The doctor says, look, I don't know what's causing this. They told me, I, I don't know. He says, and you know, the thing is, if he doesn't know the cause, he can't give you the cure. He can't tell you what the, the best cure is. You know, and sometimes, you know, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I don't, before I used to pray, I used to pray this prayer. Please don't pray it again. Don't pray it ever. Oh God, let the doctors find the problem. Oh yeah? You want the doctor to really find the problem? Can you be able to take that problem? You know, sometimes we always pray. Why can't we pray? Say, God, that problem 
whatever is going on, be cancelled. Let it start to work. Let it start to work. Let the body start. Why can't we pray that prayer? Instead of saying, God, let him find a problem. You know, that's what, I used to pray that prayer before. I'm telling you my life. So I used to pray that prayer before. Then the Lord cautioned me, says, don't ever pray that prayer again. Don't ever pray that prayer again. So when, you know, he cautioned me. So I learned. So when I got that bad report, healthcare, the numbers weren't looking nice, he says. <laughs> he said they weren't looking nice. So he was trying to check what was going on. He was trying this, trying this. You know, you know what I, what I did? I did what I'm telling you now. It's something, that's what I'm saying. This is a reminder. It's something that we need to always do what? Remind ourselves. Because sometimes we miss it. So we have to come back again and focus on it. I focused on what? Two scriptures only. This Matthew 8, 17 that we talked about and Psalm 103, 1 to 3. You know, the Bible says in Psalm 103, I memorized it. <laughs> I memorized it. Who forgives all, bless the Lord, all my soul, bless his holy name, bless the Lord, all my soul, forget not all his benefits, who forgives all my sins, who heals all my diseases. I memorized it. I focused on the word. <laughs> I says me and this word. Me, no, I said me, I just focused on it. I fixed my eyes on it. I said, no, I'm getting a good report. I focused on this word. I said, I said, no matter whatever the man does, I said, Lord, he's not going to find anything. I focused on the word. I stayed on the word. A month later, he did blood test. You see, the numbers are climbing up. So I did, he says, man. So I said, you know me, I, I, I'm joking around. I know the answer. I said, but doc, doc, how come what happened? You see, I, I'm even surprised myself. I don't know. It's unexplainable. <laughs> In my heart, I said, I know. <laughs> I know. And when he was saying it's unexplainable, all I said was, it's God. You see, it has to be. <laughs> it has to be. And that's basically what we're supposed to do. I knew it was the Lord. I knew it's the word. The word, I was holding on to the word. I, I said that word. I, I, it has to change. And what happened? It, it did change. It has to change now, not, not tomorrow. I'm not, because can you imagine if I put it in the future? Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, that tomorrow will never come. <laughs> so when we put, when, when you put your trust in God, nothing else matters. We need to put our confidence in the word alone. Stop A through Z. You know, uh, Steve Harvey says something. He says, you know, you people that, all, he, he says, you, you, you folks that always have plan A through Z. He say for him, he only has one plan, plan A. We need to have that only one plan, plan A, and plan A should be what? Plan word. Hold on to the word. It is, it is, it will, it will, the key here is we need to put our eyes, fix our eyes on the word. 
It will not work if you're putting your healing in the future or fixing your eyes on other things other than the word. The word of God works. It works. The key is to believe it with all your heart. And the way you believe it with all your heart, you put it in view. You put it in view. You hold on to it. You put it in view. Look, if you have, I told us this story and uh, it's, good, it's good to repeat it. I say I didn't sleep for a long time. For almost like maybe a week and a half. I didn't sleep. Can you imagine you don't sleep? I, I don't know about you, but okay. In the, you don't sleep. Came for Bible study. Our pastor says, the Lord said to me, you don't sleep. You know you can sleep now. You know, I didn't believe it. It was head knowledge. I didn't believe it. I said, yes. Came back, head knowledge. I didn't believe it. Until I held on to the what? The word. I put the word in both cars. <laughs> I got to, look, you know, you know when you're, when you're desperate. Oh, man, you're desperate. You, you have no, no other option. No other option. You're, you're desperate. You need this thing to work because you can't function. You can't remember anything. To even spell your name, you can't even... You know you're in trouble. You know there's a problem. I put the, 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 the scripture. I went to work. I, I took up... I took The first thing I did at work, first thing, open word, type, put the scripture. Just one scripture. I put it, printed it, cut it with scissors. I'm telling you what I did. Cut it. Desperate times require desperate, whatever you have to do, you have to do because you know what? This thing is serious. It's serious. I put it in both cars. I put it on my bedside. I put it by the fridge. I say, you know what? I'm going to say the word. I say it. I say, praise the Lord. I, he said, you give it his beloved sweet sleep. Thank you, Lord. I sleep very well. Oh, yes, Lord. I sleep very well. The first day, I didn't sleep. The second day, I didn't sleep. When I was holding on to the word, I said, God, I give you praise. I'm going to close my eyes. Devil, man, I need to close my eyes. I'm going to close my eyes. And I will sleep. And I will sleep very well. I will sleep like a baby. Oh, man. Third day. I slept. Let me tell you how. It was as if they gave me daraprene or whatever they call it. I slept. The alarm went up. I didn't even hear the alarm. You know what time I woke up? 10 o'clock. <laughs> I was like, wow, it's 10 o'clock. I called my boss. Sorry, I slept late though. I'm so sorry. It's like all the sleep I didn't sleep before came on that day and I slept. The word of God works. Praise the Lord. Let's go to Holy Communion. Let's go. Let's go. We're going to just go straight to it. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 11, 23 to 26. The key is that we need to know. We Look, we bring unbeliever, bring believer. The unbeliever is depending on the natural things. We are depending on the God, our God, who made the heavens and earth. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Look, I'm just telling you, this even is blessing me because is giving me an understanding that Nochuka, you've been doing things wrong. Go back to the word. Go back to the word. And this happens not only with, with healing, it happens with everything. What word are you standing on? 
First Corinthians 11, 23 to 26. If I say, please, I'll give you a minute. Let me give you a minute so you can get your Holy Communion uh, elements. Let me give you a minute. Let's praise the Lord who sing, oh, sing, oh. I'm, I'm giving you a minute so you can praise the Lord. What shall I render? Tell us when you're ready. What shall I render? What shall I render to you, Lord? I will praise you, O Lord, and shout hallelujah. What shall I render to you, O Lord? To you, hallelujah, be your glory. I'm giving you a minute so you can get your Holy Communion. Let me know if you give me a thumbs up or whatever. To you, be your honor. To you be the glory. And, come on, are you ready? Adoration forevermore. All right, let's go. I pray, I know that we have it. Praise the Lord. Glory, thank you. So First Corinthians 11, 23 to 26, we have it there. It says, for I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks for it. He broke it into pieces and said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, this is the cup of the new covenant between God and his people. Sorry, I'm not talking about between God and his people. <clears throat> An agreement confirmed with his blood, with my blood. Say, do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for this element. It's just a reminder of what Jesus did for us on the cross. Father, Lord, you're just reminding us what Jesus did. You're telling us we can tap into it. We can accept it. Jesus took 